welcome everybody. Many thanks for joining me for this episode of the Heart Podcast. My name is Dr. James Rudd. I'm Associate Editor at Heart, based in Cambridge, UK, and I'm delighted today to be joined by Dr. Tina Varghese from the Emory University School of Medicine, Atlanta, Georgia, USA. Tina, many thanks for joining us on the Heart Podcast. Thank you for having me. Tina's uh, team, along with uh, multiple co-authors and senior author Lawrence Sperling, have just published a very illuminating review entitled Physical Activity in the Prevention of Coronary Heart Disease, Implications for the Clinician. And um, Tina, maybe you could start perhaps by giving us uh, some idea as to the impact that uh, physical activity has on people. Let's talk about primary prevention of cardiovascular disease, first of all. Um, from your review, I see there's fairly good evidence that at least low and moderate intensity physical exercise is useful. Um, yes, uh, physical activity is a well-founded intervention that improves health outcomes and holds a multitude of benefits from reducing risk of chronic diseases, including heart disease, cancer, mental health, and increasing fitness and aerobic capacity, in addition to uh, lowering risk of early death. With regards to heart disease specifically, which is an entity that continues to be the uh, leading killer around the world, approximately 7.4 million deaths per year can be attributed to coronary heart disease. Physical activity is associated with health benefits in both its primary and secondary prevention. Um, so that was kind of the motivation behind this review article, uh, since there is um, significant knowledge and literature out there about the benefits of physical activity, yet a gap in its implementation as physical inactivity continues to be a problem around the world. We were hoping to um, provide some information how this knowledge can be artfully applied to promote adherence of physical activity. Okay. And um, you divide this up into to primary prevention and, and secondary prevention. And you talk a little bit about what the American Heart Association recommends um, in terms of activities. Um, so what, what's the current guidelines uh, that are out there? The current guidelines um, that are rec recommended by multiple medical organizations are to have an exercise regimen of 30 minutes of moderate intensity physical activity at least five days a week or 20 minutes of vigorous aerobic activity three days a week, or some combination of the two. Okay. This is for people before they become patients, I guess. So this is for the general public, right? Correct. This is for the general public, um, adults without um, any prior history of heart disease. But with that being said, patients who have never participated in any exercise are um, advised to start slowly and work towards this target. Okay. Okay, I see. And um, do we know how physical exercise or physical activity is uh, supposed to be protective against, let's focus today on heart disease. Are there any clues from, uh, from research about how that might work? There are multiple studies showing an inverse relationship between cardiovascular mortality um, and uh, physical activity. With regards to how it works, on a molecular level, it is believed that sustained regular physical activity stimulates vascular conditioning and cardiac remodeling, which ultimately enhances one's uh, fitness. Mm. It also indirectly affects other cardiovascular risk factors such as hyperlipidemia, smoking, hypertension. And so through an independent dose-related and an uh, indirect method, physical activity 
seems to improve uh, one's health outcomes. And this is, these are proper improvements, right? We're talking mortality reductions. Correct. All-cause mortality, cardiovascular mortality, hospital readmissions, uh, the whole gamut. Okay. And in terms of listeners just thinking about grading their own exercise, uh, there's a nice table in the review where you, where you separate into three categories, effectively light exercise, moderate, and then vigorous. And we're talking vigorous is kind of, it says here, moving furniture or fast swimming, all the way down to fishing, uh, light exercise. But I guess the message is that any exercise is, is better than nothing, right? Correct. Something is better than nothing. And in terms of um, secondary prevention, the audience is probably aware of cardiac rehabilitation uh, being important and recommended by, uh, I think, almost every national society for patients after myocardial infarction and with heart failure and after surgery. But are there any other uh, nuggets that you wanted to highlight, perhaps, to the audience that um, for secondary prevention, it should be? is this something we do well at the moment or not? Cardiac rehab- uh, rehabilitation, like you said, is well known in its uh, benefits for patients who have suffered from heart disease. However, there seems to be either a lack of awareness of its benefits because it is underutilized today, despite what we know about it. Um, Only approximately 63% of patients who were hospitalized for acute MI are referred to cardiac rehab, and most of these patients can be referred um, as early as one week from discharge. Um, But this is not seen currently, and there could be multiple reasons for this underutilization, including physician lack of physician awareness that this program is available and indicated, and also lack of patient awareness of its benefits, which may explain why many patients fail to continue the program um, throughout its entire duration. Okay, so it seems to be multifactorial, but it, again, it, the, the benefits are undoubted and seemingly as, almost as good as statins in terms of re- reducing uh, you know, secondary events and mortality again. Yes, absolutely. And it provides a safe and medically supervised setting in which exercise can be promoted and increased. Mm, Absolutely. Is there any uh, limit? Uh, Let's go back to, say, the general population again. Uh, You mentioned towards the end of the article the existence of a so-called J-shaped curve, suggesting that maybe there is uh, a maximum or a ceiling of exercise above which patients start to run into problems. Currently, the guidelines that are recommended are, are deemed safe for, for everyone. And if you have not uh, had experience with exercise prior, there is a what we call a progressive transitional phase that uh, one should participate in, which is a slow kind of warm-up in two to three months of increasing your activity to get to the point where you reach uh, what the guidelines recommend. And for those who um, participate in aerobic activity and are active already, it is safe to go beyond those minimum levels established by the guidelines as there is this dose-related cardioprotective benefit of physical activity. Um, But with that being said, most of the studies that um, look into exercise generally focus on moderate to vigorous level uh, exercise intensities. Recently, there's been more studies involving high-intensity endurance training, Mm. and some of these studies are starting to show that at some point, there may be a plateau or a lack of benefit with regards to high-intensity exercise. Um, there are studies that are showing uh, evidence of uh, troponin elevations and B-type natriuretic peptide elevations and transient myocardial dysfunction. So this is not definitively established, um, but the data raises the possibility that this may be there, and that's where the term reverse J-curve pattern comes in, where 
the benefits are obviously cardioprotective and increasing with increased exercise, but at some point may be reaching a level with intense exercise in which there is some harm seen. But further research is needed before this can be definitively concluded. Okay. Okay. Well, that makes sense. And I guess that's probably not something that most of us uh, need to need to worry about. <laughs> that's, that's right. Uh, so thank you very much indeed, uh, Dr. Varghese, for, for joining me for this episode of the Heart Podcast. And your uh, article is now uh, published, I believe, in Heart. Correct. Uh-huh. It is. It is open for, uh, to everybody to go and see on the website. Thank you once again. My name is uh, Dr. James Rudd. I'm the Associate Editor at Heart. Uh, thank you for joining us for this episode of the podcast. Thank you.